Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. There is absolutely no psychological fear in the beyond all gods. Hey, God said he should send his one begotten son to lead the wild into the ways of the man. What does it matter? Our home, our nation, all the things we believe in are in great danger. Overtake, subjugate, and back to destroy another. The plane ride into the World Trade Center. Welcome to Idiotic Ideologies. We are your hosts, Cindy Little and Joshua Fernandez. Today <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm a voice. <laughs> Get that voice ready. Um, today we're talking about silence. I was thinking about just, you know, sitting here silent for an hour, but, you know, probably people wouldn't like to listen to that. So we're <laughs> going to just talk about it. Um, of course, I was starting off looking into it as a word and uh, synonyms, peace, quiet, stillness, death. I thought that was an interesting one. Censorship, secrecy, opposites are sound, noise, racket, cacophony. I liked that one. And um, I thought this was a really good opening quote from Krishnamurti. It says, have you not noticed that love is silence? It may be while holding the hand of another or looking lovingly at a child or taking in the beauty of an evening. Love has no past or future. And so it is with this extraordinary state of silence. So I think silence, you know, Josh is usually the one that picks our topics. And I thought mm-hmm. that this, this again was a really important topic. So um, I'm, I'm glad that, that we're going to be, we're talking about this. So what but are your I thoughts like that he on says silence? Love. If, um, and when you hear a, a comment like that, or when, when you read off the etymologies, mm-hmm. let's just go into it. I mean, what, what, what takes place within a human being? And the answer is easy. Do you want to answer? Do you, what, what takes place? Though? So as soon say, I just came up to you randomly or, you know, we're having a conversation and I tell you, well, the first one is to keep with the first one. I'll tell you silence is all these things. It's peace and quiet. Stillness, you, and even death was in there. Death, and yep. so, and and then, just uh, the the Christian Murdy thing you said, love is is holding someone's hand and doing that, and so I, I'm just this goes perfectly with with the topic as a human being. You know, I tell you something like that, and is there something that takes place immediately within us? And and, and do we ever ask the question? So I mean, is can anybody even see what I'm trying to say when I say what takes place when? you hear something or, or especially when you hear these things that are, are you can say are, are new to you or, or maybe don't so much fit the box. Or when you hear that sentence with Krishnamurti, it's kind of a, a vague thing. And, and somebody can say, well, I do that. I know what love is. I, I hold my kid's hand and, and we, we, we make it partial. We make it limited as far as how we perceive things. I thought the quote was really good. I, I mean, yes, he talks about love, but it's kind of like experiencing the way I interpreted it was experiencing love within a moment of silence. And so a, a moment of not speaking. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, um, and then from there it's, um, it's, it's, it's almost like, all right, now what are we seeing there? How, how does that take place? I think it takes place if we shut ourselves up. I mean, that's that's what I found out when I was looking into this is that, 
you know, I think what he's touching on is take a deep breath and, and stop talking, stop. And, and not only stop talking, like we're, you know, like verbally talking, but stop talking mentally. I mean, stop your thoughts for a minute, be silent and be in the moment and, and appreciate those beautiful moments. And that's what I really liked about the quote, like he was saying here about, um, Let's see. Yeah. Holding the hand of another or looking lovingly at a child or taking in the beauty of an evening. And I mean, we've all experienced those things where, you know, it's holding the hand of, of someone and just not saying anything, not thinking anything. And what, and what and is just that called? being silent. When you do that, when you're still giving attention. Yeah. And so is that love when, when, when I know how to just give you my attention, which is holding your hand? I mean, it, it goes into that sentence. And, and as a human being, if I were to listen to that in silence, could I eventually arrive at this? Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to say process or how to do it, but, but, but what is love? And, and if I'm giving you my, my attention, is that as far as I mean, is that love? And that's it. And so now. You you look at the world and, and you say, Dan, is that, does that go on at all? Is it what, what you say? You're attentive, and, and what's actually taking place when mm-hmm. you, you, everybody would say, "Well, yeah, I give my attention." Yeah, but well, is, well, uh, we'll get into it. But is it really attention? Yeah, and 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 we will get into it, and how silence plays a super important role in in attention and and mm-hmm. being attentive to one another, and and that's why I really liked this quote. Is we well, we'll get into that in just a second. Because I want to, I want to move on here. Um, so for some people though, because we're afraid of silence and silence means loneliness, isolation, awkwardness, um, emotional withdrawal, disapproval, or, or punishment. You think of the silent treatment, um, in our busy, noisy world, many people seem to fear silence. And so I, I'd like to talk about that a little bit. Why, why are people afraid to be still? Why are they afraid to be quiet? I wonder if they're actually fearing silence at all, or are you, you're fearing an idea. Everything you said is, these are all ideas of, mm-hmm. of what silence is. Uh, so like you just said there, I'm going to be with a person and, and I'm going to try out this silence thing. And then you put an idea to it. So you're just, I don't know what you would do to it, but you're somehow putting, you're saying, well, I'm going to be silent. I'm, you're going to do something when it's, it's, it goes back to simplicity again mm-hmm. with love. Do you need a whole book for love? Or if I tell you it's attention, is, are you satisfied with that? Mm-hmm. And, and what goes on with all of that? I don't want to get too complicated. Um, well, and I mean, and I look at silence as something and, and, you know, we've talked about this before on some of our other podcasts, how, you know, why does everything have to be a process? Why does everything have to be a journey? Um, you know, um, can't something just happen? And silence is one that I see. It's, it's kind of an on or off switch. You're either going to be loud or noisy or not silent or you're going to be silent. I mean, you're going to turn off the switch. And I mean, to me, this is actually one that's pretty simple. But I think that people are afraid to turn off the switch. They're afraid to be quiet. There's and an idea and you say, yeah, I mean, you're saying it, but that, that's just where we're so conditioned where that, that, that idea comes in and, and, and the idea of what silence is makes it so complicated. But if I go into this really rationally and really logically, I have to look at, well, you're talking, I, I just can't be silent. So, I mean, then, then I, I go another direction. I, I, I try to figure this out or, cause unfortunately we just can't talk to these people. A lot of these people are dead or the everyday conversations are so, uh, the, our our point of view is so partial, it's so limited that we can never get nowhere new. And all, all I want to do, I, I want to maybe move it along and say, go, go into what what is it to mean? What does it mean to actually look at something and, and to actually listen to something? I mean, and, and does that ever mm-hmm. take place? And it's funny, you know, if um if you're going back and forth in dialogue with somebody, how. It's always like, look, look, listen, listen to me. It's almost like this action that I need from you. I, maybe we're arguing, and then I, I take a pause, and say, look, look, really listen to what I'm saying. Listen, and there's almost this action of like, yeah, w- w- weren't you listening before? I mean, it, there it is. It's implied right there that, that people don't listen. I have to tell you to like mm-hmm. somehow get into a mode of listening. 
Well, yeah. And, and I mean, and I think that we, yes, that's, that comes back to conditioning and that people have to actually try to get into a listening mode. Um, but I, I, I thought about that as well, you know, and how silence plays into, to love and, and into listening. And I, I asked myself this question, can we give silence as a gift to somebody? So, and what role does it play in listening and responding to someone else? So, you know, we're having a conversation and a lot of times, you know, a person that, that you care about comes to you and, and asks you for advice and asks you for a listening ear. And so many times, and I know I'm in, I'm guilty of this. I, go to that person and try to solve their problem. It's like, oh, this person's suffering, they're hurting. I'm going to try and give them this good advice and try to solve their problem when really all they want is your silence. They want just you to listen to them and hear them. And so I think that that can be given as a gift if we genuinely uh, are quiet and not not thinking of how to respond to them, you know, because sometimes I look at silence and somebody's talking to me and and they're being quiet. And there's a couple of things that could be going on. One, they could be genuinely listening to me and trying to understand what I'm saying or just let me vent or whatever, which I see that as definitely a gift of silence. Or they can be distracted. They can be quiet and thinking about something else completely different or looking at their phone or whatever, you know, that to me is, is silence, but it's not a good kind of silence or they can be silent and trying to think of a way to respond to me. Oh, how can I, how can I respond? You know, you see that a lot in people that are having debates or arguments or whatever. I'm going to think this through, but I'm going to be quiet. But I think everybody appreciates that, that gift of, of silence and, and listening and just really trying to connect with the other person and just being, being present and being, and that's where I think loving comes in. That's where I think giving the gift of silence comes in. Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, with everything you're saying, this is the same stuff that I hear repeated. And I go back to, again, does anybody ever listen? And, and then, and why does that not take place? I mean, it, because we, we, we say it is, we say it's a gift. Is it, or it's something I'm trying to do with somebody when, it comes down to seeing that, well, I'll, I'll just keep it here to make it easy. When, when I see or when I listen, I mean, can you honestly say, have you ever done that in life? Has that ever taken place? Or is there always one screen after another screen that's blocking you from seeing it? My screen of fear, my screen of the image I have of you. Mm-hmm. You say something, I'm triggered. You say something, I'm already somehow trying to solve it. Somehow I'm already talking to myself or I, I don't know what's right. going on, but you see that there's um, these screens after screens. If it's not a screen, then maybe it's some kind of memory and that, that memory you're cultivating it and you're continuing along. So it's actually these, these things that we talk about intelligently cannot be love. They can't be listening. It can't be um, seeing something because there's already another word for it. Uh, I, I'm not seeing something if I have these screens within me. It's, it's, it's something else. You're not seeing it. You're, you're seeing your ideas or you're, you're seeing through, you're seeing a muddied version of what it is. And that's just a fact of it. That's not some irrational you know, Eastern philosophy or anything like that. That's, that didn't come from a book. That's just by looking at something and listening and you observe people and you see how, you know, we say these elegant words and, and nothing changes it. There's still people trying to control, trying to, yeah, and just so on with that. And I'll, I'll get deeper into it. How but. does silence play into that? Awesome. So then we got to just look at this a totally different way. I, I can't go down it any any of the ways that, that's ever been said before. So I, I, I look at it seriously. You look at it, you keep that at the forefront of your attention. What's causing me? Am I actually listening here? Am I actually seeing something? And then observe what's actually going on when that happens. And what I'm getting to is eventually you come to a place that says, I don't know where you would have heard it or where you would have seen it, but as we use all these words, what, what is something simple? And I, I go back to attention. And if I'm giving you, if, I, if, if, if attention is actually taking place, then how is there any room for any sort of idea about what I'm looking at? I mean, I'm attentive. 
it's a tension. I'm attentive towards you. I, I, I have nothing going on right now. And then you're silent. Yeah. Your mind is it, silent. It has to be though, right? Yes. I, mean, I don't even have to say it's silent, but when we start having a discussion or, now okay, about attention. Still. Yeah. It, your mind is still. And I kind of see silence and But I get excited about, about that. Like we're talking about something else to, to allude to something that, that we really have no way of proving. I can't really prove to you that silence, um, you know, going back to these ideas, all right, we're, we're talking and, and... So what is silence then, in your opinion? What does it mean to be truly silent? To be truly silent, I am, it's going back to listening and seeing something. So mm -hmm. your whole life, have you ever listened to, I don't, I don't know how to go. I mean, listen, I don't want to sound cheesy or nothing, but have you ever listened to, to when a baby really cries? Do you listen to all of this stuff going on? Um, politics and, and stuff on TV and, and these movements, you know, talking about how, how men are hurt. Do you ever listen? And, and can you tell if someone's really hurt or can you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go about it in a different way, too, though. But if again, just going back to attention, if I'm attentive towards you and, and I'm listening, mm -hmm. there is a miracle that actually takes place because I'm not there no more. I cease to exist. Like, mm -hmm. and that's a fact. I'm attentive. And if, and, if, and if you say that that's not possible, then you're not attentive. You are attention. That's when the, the yeah. and, and that's when your individuality comes in. I'm not being attentive here. I think I'm being attentive. But the, the proof to show you're being attentive is that. There is no, there is no self. I'm attentive. Right. I'm attentive. So it's, it's in the, it's when you're, when your individuality is there, which means when your opinion is there, when, when you just can't sit still, when you keep, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're kind of shaking to want to say something, to want to convert somebody, to want somebody to see your belief, to want someone to see your point of view. Right. It's it's inattention. That's when that's what, it's it's a fact. I can't go nowhere with that. And I'm talking to you, so maybe mm -hmm. you can convince me otherwise. But that's that's the fact of what it is. So then. We allude to silence in a, in a different way with that. And, and, I, and mm -hmm. to go your whole life to say, yeah, every time I've seen something, I mean, I've never actually seen anything. I've never actually heard anything. I've always heard it with all these backdrops, with all this noise, with all this trauma. And I've never seen the pureness of anything. And why is this so important? Mm -hmm. I don't know. You, you, you tell me about Jesus and, and people always talk about this death to oneself, sacrifice. Mm -hmm. uh, you talk about, you know, every religion has this sort of enlightenment thing about. So is that a miracle? Is it a miracle that if I can. It, does a miracle take place when that happens, when I can be attentive to you and then you say something? I, mm -hmm. I, it's freedom. I, I don't react. I can't react. I'm being attentive to you. So I'm not, I'm not hearing something you say and making an idea or uh, to make it right. easier to understand you say something. I'm not comparing it to anything. I'm not, I'm just listening to what you say. And then mm -hmm. I either see if it's a false statement or a true statement and, and we go down. Mm -hmm. I think that's that gift of listening where you are attention and you are silence and you are trying your best not to let all of that conditioning or all those filters that you talk about influence being in that moment. Um, Otherwise, I'm fighting you. That's right. a fight. And to, right. to not dilute, that's violence. I'm putting, I'm, I have my, my point of view and I just, even though you're saying something, I'm not listening to you. I have an image about you. I'm already... Mm -hmm. Setting that aside, and I think that's what this is talking about is that true gift of silence um, and, and where you're putting all that aside, you're putting your self-identity aside, you're putting your agenda aside, you know, you were talking about converting people, you know, and, and so if you're able to do that and be attention, yeah, be silence and not put a judgment to it um, and not put a judgment to what they're saying, but rather genuinely listening. Yeah. I think that's a great gift. Um, there's another, I got a lot of quotes on mm. this one. Um, William Penn said, true silence is the rest of the mind and is to the spirit what sleep is to the body, nourishment and refreshment. So I think true silence, yeah, you're in a way that's kind of similar, at least the way I understand it to what you're saying, where I'm going to rest my mind. I am not going to put thoughts to what another person is saying to me, or I, I'm just going to 
hold their hand, you know, like Krishnamurti talks about. Um, I'm going to rest my mind. I'm not going to put thoughts, judgments, ideas to this person. I'm going to just let them be. And I think that that is an incredible gift. And I think that in our day and age and the way that we are with social media and stuff, that makes it really hard because we can have a conversation and be genuinely silent like you and I are sitting here and we can be quiet and listen to one another. But what about on our phones, on our computers, and when we're saying stuff through text or online, um, how does silence and, and lack of judgment and attention play out in, in that area? It's just attention. It's listening. Are you actually listening? I mean, have you, have you, have you actually seen the, the generations and the generations of tears? Have you actually listened to, to all the pain going on? Do you, do you actually listen and can, and can you see what, when people are, are what we're talking about now? When I listen to you, mm-hmm. I, there's just a, a total scene. All right, let me say it this way. If I'm, if I'm actually listening, there is no obstruction of what I'm seeing. So I'm, I'm seeing you or I'm, I'm somewhere. I'm, I'm seeing even something horrific going on. I'm seeing something super splendid going on, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah, and I look at that and, and there's that's a good role that silence plays between one another. But I also think it's important that we are silent with ourselves. I, I think at the beginning, you know, I was talking about why are people afraid to be silent and I think that they're afraid to be silent because they don't want to face themselves. They, they don't want to look inside themselves and, and reflect on all of those filters that you are talking about and how to get past them. It's much easier to fill our lives with busyness and, and outward stuff, external stuff, um, jobs, uh, social connections. You're familiar with it. You're just going yes. with the program. There's nothing yes. new there again, which is what I'm always saying that there's nothing new going right. on here. And it's, it's just a bunch of adding. I mean, and it goes back to learning. And, and what are we actually learning? You, you, you can tell, you can show me technology. You can show me all this information. Mm-hmm. And all you're showing me is that we are learning from a place of division. We are learning from a place of uh, suffering. Yeah. Everything that we've learned, everything that we've made, every invention that we've made has come from suffering. We're still experimenting with animals. God knows why we do that. We're not fucking animals. I'm sorry. We're not animals. <laughs> and we, we study these animals and we say this is us. I mean, it's, it's, it's so... Mm-hmm. I just don't, I can't believe wh- wh- where we come from. But I, when I see it and I listen, there's compassion because I see what we're... Wh- I see all of this. I, mm-hmm. And then from there, I have to have action. There's like, there's no, there's no choice. You, you've, you've come to a place of sorrow you, or you come to a place when you see all of this mess, when you come to a place, when you see me and everything I've learned, everything that, that my life was based off of is based off of conflict. There's no running away from that. There's no, it, 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 it it's there. You see that, right? I mean, everything, yes, I do. all of the yeah. technology, everything is, it, it's come from a place of wars. It's come from a place. And then we say, I don't know. Somehow we fall in love with this stuff. We idolize technology. We, we say, we say um, life is better. People are better, whatever that means. But everybody, no, nobody wants to run away from it. Nobody wants to abandon all of this. And if you are listening and you're really seeing what's going on, you want, you, the, you, you're, you're desperately trying to find another way. Mm-hmm. It goes back to miracle and it goes back to death to myself. And if I can be totally attentive without cultivating anything in the moment. If I'm really listening and seeing, I see everything in a flash. That's insight. It's not a partial insight. It's nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you've experienced that. Mm-hmm. I can see everything. Boom. Like right here, we're already seeing everything. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. there. It's, it's, it's. So I think that a lot of these external things, yes, yes, I completely agree with you on, on that. Um, and you're talking about technology and, and has it really made things better and, or worse. And, and I think there's, there's pluses and minuses. Just made it the same. That's all. There's no or the same, the you same know, thing. I think it's in some ways, especially like social media. I, man, I, I think that in some ways it's made it worse because. Why do we care about we, social media? Yeah. Well, that's, and that's a good question. Why do we care about it? And I think it's because there again, it provides kind of the negative side of it when it comes to silence, it provides noise. 
I mean, it provides external noise and we're drawn to that, that drama. You're right. We're drawn to that drama. We're drawn to that division or we're drawn into this, this world that, that keeps us from reflecting and being quiet and being still and attention. being attentive. You're saying there's no attention. So uh, well, if yeah. someone can just seriously just make it easy and ask themselves that, am I being attentive? Do I have attention? I, 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 whatever your, your, the, the feelings deep down, we all share it. I don't want to use the word hate. Lack of better words, we hate that the, the suffering has to commence. And then we, we, we fall into these beliefs again and, and we're killing, I mean, it just makes no sense. You're killing yourself. Well, and I think with nowhere to go, but there is somewhere to go. I think that that's where so we overcomplicate it. Yeah. And I think that's where being quiet. I mean, and that's, that's as simple as it gets. As far as I'm concerned, it's like, be quiet, (laughs) just be quiet, be attentive, be in the moment. But someone, someone would probably respond better with that. Be, have total attention to something and and recognize here that here's how you recognize when you don't have attention, the, Mm-hmm. The, the image about you, all these things that aren't love, because it, 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 it trickles down. When, when you do that, that's who you are. So your kid is going to experience that. Your your spouse is going to experience that. I can listen to my spouse, but I have I have these screens of annoyance, of, of dominance, of um, wh- whatever mm-hmm. it is, of lust. And, and it's not attention. It, it's that's what you're getting. I, I'm not yes. attentive if I'm these yeah. things, if, if I'm being annoyed by you. Then, then there's no attention there. It's 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 on my attention is on this uh, image yeah. about you. It's on my, what, what I say is annoying. I can't think right. What does that even mean? I mean, that, that's all I'm saying. You don't even know what you mean. Where, where's the meaning of it? Well, yeah. And I completely agree with that. And I also think that there again, that, that social media reinforces those filters. It's kind of like, okay, I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed with my spouse. You know, I'm, I'm upset. And they said something to me that just really bothers me. And so that's a filter. Uh, my spouse, I have all these filters and I'm annoyed. So rather than... Or memories about your spouse. Or memories yeah, it's or, image. you yeah. know, yeah, whatever. Right. I've got this image. And so before social media, and yes, I'm a dinosaur. Yeah. I lived before social media. <laughs> before social media, it's like, yes, you had those filters and, and you could be annoyed, you know, and okay, I'm annoyed. Now, because we're so hyper connected to other people. And I think a lot of junk and a lot of noise, I can say, well, I'm annoyed at my spouse. So I'm going to go on my social media account and I'm going to find people and talk to people and listen to people that reinforce that and say, oh yeah, your spouse is an idiot, you know, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Or I'm going to watch a TikTok video on the five top things that make your spouse annoying, you know, those types of things. And all that does is you're not listening. You're not listening to the suffering, you're the... reinforcing yourself. Mm-hmm. You, all you're doing is you're reinforcing this, like you said so many times, this divisiveness. Repetition is the what you repetition. get to make it another, an easy right. way to understand it. So there's no attention, right. there's repetition. There's no attention. So you are just being reinforced, your divisive personality or your divisive filter, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. it's just being reinforced by other people. And so, and I see that as part of that busyness, that, that opposite of silence. It's the opposite because we, we aren't truly being still, we aren't truly being attentive. Um, we are listening to it. It's like eating junk food. I, I mean, we're just eating a bunch of junk and putting that in our minds. It's mental junk food. And then that's just reinforcing these, these bad filters, these bad habits, these, you know, these bad ideas about people. And I think that if we can be truly silent or truly attentive or still, that that is the spot where, okay, I can get rid of all this junk. I can purge the junk food from my body. I can, you know, or from my mind or whatever it is, I can get rid of this and I can see another person as they are. And I think that's what you talk about a lot where I can see this person as they are without me putting all these judgments to them and all these ideas to them. And when you do that, who are they? Yeah. Well, well, they're you then. I mean, when you're able to do that, there's no, there's no, I don't want to sound like Christian Murray, but I, I don't know any other back of like a better words. I mean, it's a true word that there's no, 
There's no time, like there's no separation. There's no time taking place. There's no interval taking place between me and you. I am you. I'm attentive. If not you, then I'm attentive to what's going on. Like my attention to just want to find out and and discover attention. Mm-hmm. And not to say I already know what these things are. I mean, how do you, do you carry that with you? And all I, all I would want to do, going back to the, you know these things that we've carried, we've had conversations about why do you want to carry you know your compliments and you want to carry along with you your your memories and your pain about everything and, and on and on and on and you carry that with you there there's no love taking place there's no love and instead but now when I'm being attentive I'm listening I'm I'm really seeing I, I've I've understood the without even going to anybody but just to look at it you see all this conflict arising because we all have our experiences our story and nobody is saying there's no difference in our stories. Everybody wants to measure. There's measurements within that, um, mm-hmm. and, and which means there's intervals. There's 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 just a, a delay between me and what's actually going on. And I just I want to be attentive to what's going on, what's actually going on, and have no. I'm not offended. I'm not by what, but by nothing. I, I have no reason to to stand up for anything. If I can be totally attentive to what you say, and I'm listening to you, and I'm following you, and although you may say something's false, I'm still. I'm not. I'm not. I'm listening to where I'm not comparing that. I'm not telling you you're wrong. You are right. There is truth there. If something's false, then we we look at it together. If it's false, we're gonna see it together. But for me to come at you and say you're wrong. On and on and on. That, that's interval. I mean, that, that that's another way. I mean, that's that's the way of conflict. Yeah, I'm yeah. Li- I'm listening to myself, and I said you're wrong. If I'm attentive towards you, mm-hmm. I am you. I'm thinking with you. I'm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you, you might be blocked. You might be limited. And, and we and with the with me with two brains working together, and you can, I can get on to the science with it and how they light up. And the human brain is the human brain. It's meant to be connected. Yeah, the foolish romanticism, the the hero, the villain, the good, the bad, all this crap we've carried with us. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, and and I can. Is there something agree. beyond that? Is there something that's untainted by humans? No. Which we go. <laughs> I mean, sorry. <laughs> well, if I go to that, how how can you taint me if if I am if my total attention is on what's actually going on, and it goes back to I know I'm kind of all over the place, but it goes back to this this. Uh, you, you said it earlier, to be silenced, to be dead, to that whole miracle of, I, I, yeah, of course I'm alive. I'm a human being, but can I move in a way? Why is death, this, going back to death, is such something so, so taboo that we don't talk about? And, and death, it, it has nothing to do with the, the death we're used to, being buried in a grave. That death is, is it has no meaning to talk about that. That's nothing. That's, 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 and that's already a given. And then, I mean, I can go into it, but you're already, that, there's a partial idea, ideal, idea there of what's going on. And isn't it, so after everything I've seen, after everything I'm being attentive to, mm-hmm. the person that chooses not to totally sacrifice who they are is a part of the problem. I mean, or it's a part of the conflict. You are inevitably going to cause conflict, no matter how many deeds you do, how much help you do. It's an, and it's inevitably going to create an opposite. It's just the the way it is. It's the way, I mean, someone can show me different, but you carry your ideas and everything with you. You get conflict. It's me against you. It's a fight. It's a battle. And I, we, if we want to ask a different way, if we if we're really serious about what love means, and we're really serious about my kids growing up in a world where there, there's the inequality's not here and th- this and that, what choice do I have at this moment but to die to myself? Mm-hmm. And, and a whole new learning can, can come about that way. I'm getting my 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 kid. I'm not afraid to show them what's actually going on in the world, and, and through that suffering, then I mean this whole transformation going back to that can take place again. But but then. So silence now has this different meaning. I'm, I'm, I'm going through the world able to observe. I am the world. I'm just an observation of the world. And, and I mean, and that's the fact of it because mm-hmm. you came from it. Now, yeah, we, we, I mean, and then you see it. I mean, we, we, the way we treat each other ends up building the world we have.
which is only which is about fighting. It's about this right here. You're different than me, which is total bullshit. Like, it's, uh, <laughs> no, I, no. And, 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 and I go back to this thing. And if you say, well, you are different, blah, 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 blah. Then can I ask the question? So that's what life is. Life is, is just a material process. No, I think there's boom, a lot boom. more then, to then, it. Then that argument, all that, that, that dumb shit people say goes out the window, you know, to say, well, we're different. You, you like this and I like that. So then you're saying, I mean, so you're, you've partially limited the, the understanding, the love, the, the magnificence, the, the, the miracle of mm-hmm. two people merging. Yeah. Then we want to create marriage. We want to create all these things that force it, that give the idea of it, the illusion, the deceptiveness, because it yeah. doesn't solve it. If it was not deceptiveness, we would be a different ma- mankind because everybody's doing this shit. Yep. And no one's solving nothing. No. Just, there's just arrogance there. You get that. Arrogance is there. Self-entitlement's there. Self-centeredness is there. There's, there's, it, mm-hmm. It's a trade-off. If you want to choose all of that, if you, you want to have an image about somebody, you want to be so protective about everything, you want to live in fear, then that's what you get. And so and then you got to ask yourself, what choice do I have? That's what someone's going to say. What choice do I have? Well, go back to it. You have these memories. Do you cultivate the memories? Do you say, oh, well, I go into a room and I think everybody hates me? Well, the only thing I can I can look at you with is going back I mean I had this conversation I had a lot of family over and it's just something to see and it just baffles me how we don't hold on to these facts it just shows me that we're not we're not what we see and believe we're not the the actual thing which means uh my aunt and I I mean I'm I'm not making fun there's 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 no problem here my aunt was just talking about her bags I have another aunt that you know is, is getting these marks on their face oh okay like I under eye bags yeah and, oh, okay or or anything <laughs> Right. And, and then when it goes back to it as a person, as me, I don't notice. I don't look at you and see and see what you see. If, that, if it, human beings had any intelligence, that word intelligence, I would hold that with me. So therefore, there it, people just to know people don't see me like I see myself. So going back to I was uh, I mean, I had an ex-girlfriend like this. I, I've, I've, I see these interviews with people with borderline personality disorder or whatever mental disorder that they say. The, the thought is just too strong and I go into a room and I do all this. Mm-hmm. I mean, who are you listening to? You're so stuck in your bubble when you actually talk to somebody and, and they're relating these things to you, you know, say uh, I, the, the person that has just uh, to give an example. I mean, but, but please don't limit it to this by Bi- Bi- uh, not bipolar um, borderline personality disorder. Oh, yeah. And maybe they're talking to somebody else and they can see the illusion that both of them are giving. You know, if, if you're talking to me about, your looks like we were talking about with my aunt or you're telling me about how you go into a room and this and that. Do I choose to relate to you? Do I choose to cultivate that and say you're right? Or do I choose to say, look at the facts of that? Well, I'm looking at you like this person. I mean, I'm looking at you for what you are, which we kind of partially do that with each other, but we never, I don't know. I'm I'm just rambling on, but I'll have you continue where is that making sense? I mean, is that? (laughs) Yes. Yes, it is. uh, There's going back to listening. I'm listening to myself. It's being attentive and, and listening and and um, seeing the person for who they are, honestly. Um, then but, you see yourself for who you are. I mean, it, it's all there, but it goes back to how yeah. strong the, the the cultivation of your memories are. How how yeah. How much are you not being attentive? And let that be your whole importance of life. And it's not like you're not going to do what you need to do. If anything, you're going to have more of this energy to do the things that. Right. Need to be done. It's just action there. I see what. Uh, so I know it's not coming across. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. So silence and action. And, and so I kind of want to shift gears a little bit here. So this silence, this stillness, this attentiveness. Do you think it's beneficial when it comes to creating things? Like, for example, I think of your your music. Do you do you take that silence with you, that stillness, that attention when you create music, I don't know. I, there's no creation really there. We we could talk about creation, but we'll we'll first get on. I make music, and there there's no why to it. There's no there's no need to analyze it. There's no need for anybody to come and do nothing. Now I can admit music is. But do you need to be quiet? Does the stillness help you create? If your mind is still, if your mind is silent, does it help you create? If your mind is silent. You have complete action. You have right. this pure action that nothing gets in your way. Right. If I get up and I'm singing, I'm singing for hours and hours and hours. There's always this uh, attention of of 
you know, what, what this is doing, I mean, and what's actually taking place mm-hmm. within that. I just don't put an idea to, to right. how I sound. I mean, there's no self-consciousness of what this sounds like, what, what it's doing. They're just making it. I have, I have an explanation for why I'm making it, but the silence helps me actually pick that back up and do it. And then when you're left with these choices, which we've talked about, it's either look, Josh, like or the, the person you are, you, you've, you've seen everything. You're actually listening and you're being attentive. Now go out and, and have an action from that action. Mm-hmm. You, you're just, you, there's, there's no um, fear. There's no fear to say, well, shit, I, I'm, I don't have no money. I have to, you know, to go, go get a job and do these things. All right. Now you have a job. You're, you're in, you're at that place for nine to five and what's actually taking place. I mean, what, now what, what, mm-hmm. what, what are you doing? You're, and so it's a fear of money. You've, you went for the job and I, I don't know everybody's situation. It comes down, down to these conversations, but I, I would hope to at least touch on that. And then, you know, so, so say I, I'm being led by fear. I'm being le- led by, I, if I was self-conscious, I wouldn't be doing music or I'd be trying to do music like somebody else. And, and that puts an interval again. Mm-hmm. And all, all I want to do is look at that. I don't want to say w- if what I'm doing is good or bad or if it's if it's there to it say. It just is. It's there for educational. I, it's there with that purpose mm-hmm. of education. And I, I won't lie in my music. I won't manipulate in my music. I'm not even trying to get money in my music. Now, as a human being, uh, how, how do you observe me if I'm not making money? If I'm living on the streets, does anybody listen to anything? So I, I'm I'm listening, and and then I move from there, I'm, and I'm seeing what's going on, and my attention is on it, mm-hmm. and so therefore that's where it's at. Then somebody else comes along, and and puts an idea to it, tries to prove me wrong with how I'm doing things, and, and so on, and because that, that's what I see, or they judge the music, or they they have an idea, they have an image. Yeah. I see it all the time because I see the reactions with people. There's and and, and so whatever. I'm, I've already come to that i've already seen that and going and then talking on creativity what is creativity yeah. is creativity actually this whole thing of destruction and building something so someone's painting something can i, I most of these biographies are out there but i i, I have no one-on-one interaction with these people but as as an artist are you destructive? Are you destructive to yourself? Maybe you're not destructive, but are you just? And this That's goes, a good question. What, how, why would you see? Is that actually creativity then? If, if there's, would, you're, that, you're, you're taking away to make something, so to speak. Is that how you see it? That is creativity. So, I mean, we, we, we'll make creativity something else. What are you else. destroying? You're just, if, if I'm not being, destroying, going back to inattention, if I, mm-hmm. I have attention now. I see the crisis in the world. I, and that's who I become, which doesn't, there's no idea there. I'm not depressed. I'm not somebody that's um, always thinking about kids suffering and all this crap. I'm just moving with that importance on me. That's a human, that's a human. As you're creating, you're moving with that importance. The creativity then comes from that because there's no destruction. It's, it's a, it's a, I'm allowing, if we go back to this thing, when I said what's been untouched by mankind Mankind can't touch silence. Mankind can't do anything to these voids, to the infiniteness. Now, it's worth, someone needs to seriously go into and not answer it right away. Can you tap into that? Like, how do you, how, how do I become, I mean, then it goes yeah. to intention. I can't, and you're here too. If I have total attention, I can't not be that. I mean, I'm now I'm the observer. I am the, the, with the, all this physics and stuff, I'm, I'm the, the universe looking at itself. Mm-hmm. And in that, there's no fear. You kill me, I, I am, how are you killing me? You're killing a body. You're killing this whole idea of, oh, I'm going to die and not, I'm either going to go to heaven or there's not going to be nothing mm-hmm. or on and on and on. And then you try really hard. You invent now. We go back to invention, which is not creation. Creativity. Oh, I think inventing things is creating. Well, creativity is now coming out of destruction. Okay. Right. right. I mean, I can I, see that. I'm I, going. I'm going to be a painter because uh, I, I'm, I'm isolated. Uh, uh, to me, this is beauty, or I don't know. Or you're, you're creating instruments of war. You're creating physics, and all of it. Well, yeah, and creating is is something new. But yeah, and I guess it, to a point that something else has to be in a way destroyed before something new is created from it. So I mean, there's nothing new under the sun. I mean, we we all ha- understand that. Things, new ideas, new inventions, whatever they are, come from 
familiar things. Self-identity come too. Come from old things. And come, you're right, you, come you, from you our You want to be remembered. You want to do something. You want to, you want the girls. You want the money. It's there. You can say it's not there, but it's there. Well, that, that those are motives to create, definitely. Yeah, it's like, well, why do I want to, for example, why do I want to write a book? Well, yeah, I want to write a book because I want to make a lot of money or I want to be popular or I want to be famous or, you know, whatever it is. And so, yeah, those are those those motives. But the creative process, I think, at least in when I've created things, I think silence and stillness, if you're really wanting to create something new, is, is really important. Um, I think about when I wrote um, my my novel and... This was years ago. And, and so the writing process involved a lot of quietness and stillness and, and, and not thinking about, oh, how am I going to change this or change this, that, or, or make this new or that new or whatever. It was, no, I'm going to write a bunch of stuff and then I'm going to sit and I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to be still. I'm not going to think about anything. I'm not going to think about anyone. I'm not going to move my body. I'm just going to be completely silent and completely still. And I think those times for all of us are invaluable because it gives us a chance to, to make new connections in our minds, to create new things and to get past those, those judgments that you're talking about. I, I, I mean, I think it's, it's a really important part of it is being silent, being still and not thinking anything at all. And just to make it clear, so what you're saying is, yeah, that that stillness, that uh, that quietness, especially with the body being still, mm-hmm. I would ask somebody, because I've seen it take place. It do, it it doesn't take place with with noise, and so but what, but what I'm saying is that the, the, the taking place of actually looking at what it means to be attentive or say you suffer with anxiety or the, the, the girl that mm-hmm. suffers with when, when I'm actually alone and I have time, am I just escaping from it? Smoking right. weed, be, painting on and on and on. Right. Or, or am I using that time? The only time you got, the only time I've seen it work. And usually I got a lot of time in my car and stuff like that, but that silence where you're, you're undisturbed so you can let the brain actually work. Right. That's what I'm talking about. But, yeah. <laughs> and, and because then I, I, I wanted to make clear that silence is movement. Silence is not, Look at it. Uh, and, and so, I mean, look at what, when I say look at it, just look around you, look at the universe, take away human beings, the silence, the movement you're at now. And then where I start to get to now, I'm just going to kind of preach and get into it is, is the miracle of love and religion. And just to say is love, just that attention. I give you total attention. I think so. Then I allow love, the, the intelligence of love to actually blossom and not my intelligence, not my knowledge about you, not my hopes of um, something that I want to accomplish or make happen in this world. Because, look, I mean, by this point, I mean, 2000 years later and with the technology, it's been done. Mm-hmm. And, and so are you going to be different about it? Which career, now we're talking about creativity. Am I willing to, all right, I'm going to go and spend. I mean, you have nowhere else to go. I'm not telling you to do anything. But you've tr- at this point, I would think you've tried everything, especially if you're in your 30s or early 20s. And then I would say to the younger generation to not doubt that, to not, I don't know, to, to look at authority and to not doubt that thing in you, that, that voice in you that says something is wrong here. And then when you see that, to not then go in, and cause more wars and more fights. But when you see something's wrong, to not let somebody else come in and... Mm-hmm condition you back into the culture but to say i'm going to carry this with me this 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 whole this whole thing i see with with boys and girls being treated differently all this stuff we talk about in politics but then what we do is we have hopes now we now we want to go out and change it now i want to say i'm an artist and i do all this stuff just like somebody would, would look at me and have an idea and say well you're an artist bottom line i'm a teacher first i'm not an artist i'm a human being first yeah. and i would you could take away the music from me i i, I don't it, it's just it's just there it's just something i do and i'm good at it and mm-hmm. I've seen how music has weighed on myself and other people of how the profound effects of music, people listen to music. And if anything it changes you, it's that. Mm-hmm. If I look back on my life, that's the only thing that probably ever kept me um, kind of, it pulled me in a direction of, because the music I listen to is, is it's all about that. 
it's touching on uh, it's in a partial way but it's touching on this freedom of letting things go and having a bird's eye view of the situation and so on and I don't want to justify anything there, but I want to observe that I have a talent to make music. And so then you're left with the choices, nine to five or music. At this point, I've seen the intelligence of love and I totally trust it. And, and I don't even want, I mean, just to tell these stories, because I know how people are. They love stories. Mm -hmm. I'm at a point now where I was given the, the 10 grand. Mm -hmm. my, mom, my mom, my mom, uh, retired. She gave me $10,000 when I'm able to look at everything and observe everything. There's no right or wrong thing to do with this money. Mm -hmm. That money though, I knew there was no other way to go. That, that money needs to, there's, there's no answer to that. Neither. I just want to say that money eventually got spent. Mm -hmm. There's actually something to show for it, which is, which is a good thing and not just a TV or some bullshit, something to show, Right. Uh, about your learning, about your teaching, about how, how you care. And then from there, all I want to say is, and now I'm, I'm low on money. Do I freak out and try to find a job or do I stay with the fact that the suffering, I stay with the fact of the, 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 just this faith, not in myself, but this faith and this silence, this love and this intelligence. And all I want to say is I'm pretty sure people have come across this and then they try to make a belief out of it or something. But mm -hmm. I, I had family come down. I don't expect anything. I'm not, I'm not living in fear or anything like that. And I just want to say one of my aunts, thank you very much. She gave me $45 out of the blue. Just know. And then That's another, nice. another aunt, they're just out there. They never give me money like this. They don't. Another aunt, um, mm -hmm. gave me a hundred dollars. Cool. So I need ants like that. It goes back to just, <laughs> but this happens, this happens repeatedly over and over when I allow something different. That's all I would say to take place in my life that people can't help. You can't deny this. I have, I have an aunt. I don't mm -hmm. want to keep talking about myself, but I have an aunt that, um, she's, she's very, I don't know what the word is. Very just on her, on her, on her game. She's great. Mm -hmm. Very religious and all these things. And they've always kind of, come to me, you know, always trying to make me go to school and, and do those things. They're just looking at me for me. They care. Recently now, I haven't seen her in a long time, but I don't even try to make these conversations, but people ask what I'm doing with life and all that kind right. of stuff. So this stuff kind of comes up and you can tell their little interest. They ask questions or they try to, they try to get me and say, well, that's an opinion and this and that. And, and, and I, I talk to them with love and I show them, um, I show them a different way. I don't know. There's just something within the, the, the communication there. And it's just, it's love. I mean, it's not me. It's, it's an intelligence. It's, a, it's something else taking place. And all I want to say is that when people notice this, there's a, 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 their heart starts to, it's a, it's a fire that doesn't burn anything out. It's just a fire that, that, that ignites you and you want to support something like that. Somehow mm -hmm. you want to, you see that this is different. You see the way this person uh, integrates and mingles with, with people, no matter what they do. I had a beer at, at there, but there's, I mean... All I want to say is I've seen it. You cannot deny when someone is 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 attentive when when they're when they're not right when w you just get help from there or I don't know you you see something else blossom. No, that I you've never seen. Agree. I I completely agree, and I goes to and we're probably gonna have to be wrapping up here pretty soon, but um, I, I like this. This is another another quote. Um, it's from Epicacious, and he says, "Be silent." For the most part, or if you speak, say only what is necessary. And in a few words, talk, but rarely if occasion calls you, but do not talk of ordinary things. And I thought that was some really good advice where I think that that attentiveness that you're talking about and that you've been talking about this, this episode is if you're going to connect with someone, if you're going to talk with someone, if you're should going be like to that be all the attentive, time, yeah. yes, yes. Rather than talk about just superficial things or, you know, talk about deep things, talk about things when you are not going to be silent, make sure that you are spending that time wisely and you are spending it um, speaking of things that are meaningful and speaking of, of things that, can help you connect better with the person that you're, you're talking with. It's, it's there again, it's that mental junk food again. You know, am I going to talk about silly memes or things that I saw on social media or, oh, I hate this one, all the political debates. I mean, well, if you, if you want to talk why, about it, why you, are you going yeah. to talk about that? It makes absolutely no sense when 
you can be talking about deeper things or more meaningful things. And you can understand what those things are if at first, and this is what I believe, if at first you're silent and you're attentive, like you said, when you're actually genuinely tuned in and listening to the person that you're with so that you can actually connect and build relationship and build a strong relationship rather than, well, I'm going to sit down and have these debates about, you know, this president or that president or this war or that war, you know, it's, it's junk. I mean, talking about those things to me anyway, it's junk. It's a waste of time. And in that silence, waste of energy. And in that silence, like what you said, um, the uh, the necessi- necessary or, or the the appropriateness mm-hmm. when when it, when people go into politics I mean I'm not going to get into making it confusing but if if you talk about memes or politics and I'm totally listening to you mm-hmm. there's just another way that that we're going to go about this conversation and it's not me forcing anything I'm going to let you talk and then if it's not that then maybe I am just silent I mean maybe something doesn't need a response and then you're right you know that whole fear of being awkward but if I just look at you and then maybe crack a smile because I know what we're going through you know I, because I know that there's nothing there and I know what you're going through and so mm-hmm. it, it's it's always going to be for lack of better words lighthearted it's going to be I am you we're sharing this moment together I don't care if you're talking about these That's things That's a good point. And but but what I'm going to do yeah. is is it I guarantee you something different's going to, we're going to steamroll this into something else. Or again, I, I'm not afraid to just not say, if you're just going on about Biden or whatever, mm-hmm. I have no opinions about that. I'm, but I'm listening to you. Great. That's great. He's doing this, this, and this. And the, again, I have, I have no impatience to run away from the conversation or anything. Eventually mm-hmm. I'll be patient. I guarantee you the intelligence of love will move that, that, that conversation in, in another way. Uh, that's all I have to say. And I think that's I guarantee it will. Great. Yeah. But just listen and be patient. I mean, all of that's going to come with the tenon of tenonness. Attentiveness. And, and I to think say I'm right. taking that serious. I mean, because you yeah. have. Because well, you're taking the person seriously. I'm taking the suffering. Yeah. Our divisions, our right. wars and, and, and all, all these structures that we build. And, and I'm saying, you know what? I'm, I'm mm-hmm. uh, there's gotta be a different something, something yeah. else. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I wanted to, how much, uh, we're, sure. we're, we're no, having no, we, to wrap. Got like some time, you got five Okay, minutes. okay. Oh, I wanted to wrap up here. There was a, and these, I, I just thought these were kind of fun. I was looking at silence. There's a neuroscientist at Brown University, Dr. Seth Horowitz, and he mentioned all these things about sound and silence, and um, I thought some of these were really good. I had no idea. It says, Anywhere there's energy, including intergalactic space, there is sound because it is a vibratory region. And I thought, well, okay. But he says, even black holes make sounds. I thought that was kind of interesting. And that human and animals can respond to changes in sound that occur in less than a millionth of a second. I thought that was amazing that we can respond to a sound that we hear in less than a millionth of a second. And that there was a... uh, vertical gun that NASA created and um, sound scientists used it to blow stuff up just to see what was inside of it and make note of the sounds that stuff makes. And I, I didn't know this either. One scientist blew a hole in the moon to see what happened. Um, and I thought finally here, human technology and innovation are now letting us hear things we've never heard before, including the sound of thunder on Venus and the winds on Saturn's moon Titan. Why do we give a shit about that? I think <laughs> it's cool. I get it. I think it's interesting. I mean, to me, but it does nothing to humans. No, it doesn't do anything. Other and we're spending than, all this energy. Other than yeah, other than it helps us understand our world. Oh no no no. And I read this. <laughs> well, I know I read this and I go, what a what an amazing world that we live in. I I mean to be able to. To know that there are, there's thunder on Venus or there's winds on Saturn's moon. You know, is that going to change my life? Is that going to stop wars or conflict? No, probably not. But it gives me and it gives other people, I think, just a better understanding of the miraculous world that we live in. And I don't see anything wrong with well, that. Without complete observation and attention, or, or I'm saying complete listening and complete seeing, it's going to be meaningless. I mean, I, I, I would hope someone does put an idea to that, but we can end it with that. Like if, if mm-hmm. I'm always having a screen or if I'm always, 
that kind of stuff, all we can have all, all the knowledge about the universe in the world, and it does nothing to change me as a human being. But when we go back to our, um, we can find out these answers by just thinking together, by looking at things, and, and we can find out all of the, the everything that physics says, we can we can say the same thing and discover it without physics. What physics does and comes and do, does and what you can see with psychology is that we come and we compartmentalize everything. We have to have a name to this. We have to know what's on Venus. We have to know all these things when we already know what it's all about. If we actually have a conversation about silence, the brain, the whole rhythm of the universe, the whole rhythm of everything and how we disrupt those things. And I see it all the time in physics and, and I'm working on writing mm -hmm. a, a particular book about that. And I would just keep it there with as long as there's screens and filters in your life, no matter what you come across, no matter what profound experience, no matter what beauty you see, mm -hmm. it, it's meaningless because it doesn't stay with you. What stays with you is your, your conflict and your division and your and your and your images and your whole uh, your whole memory cultivation and on and on and on. And just look at it. I mean, there's no running away from it. I've, I've who cares what I've done, but look at it over and over again. And there's nowhere to go. You, this yeah. is these are the facts. Oh, no, I completely agree. And and I think why don't we end here on this one? This is a, a final quote by Marcus Aurelius. It says, speak the truth as you see it, but with kindness, with humility, without hypocrisy. So I take that to mean use silence and words. Be attentive. With kindness, attentiveness, humility, and without hypocrisy. If you're attentive, you're, you're going to be kind. If yes. you're always attentive, yeah, just look at it. There's no hypocrisy. Yeah. yeah. And I think we'll just wrap it up there. Thank you for listening. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.